Welcome. I'm Jack Constantine, an undergraduate student at The Ohio State University studying finance. In partnership with the Keenan Center for Entrepreneurship, this interview series will feature student ventures that competed and won Ohio State's first ever President's Buckeye Accelerator. Welcome back, everybody. Today's venture is Parawave, and representing Parawave is Jack Murray and Adithya Ramaswamy. So real quick for some context, I want you guys to kind of uh, give your major, why did you go to OSU, and just overall, like, why are you here? It sounds like a grandiose question, but I want to give the listeners some context of who are each of you as individuals and what led you to your journey here at Ohio State. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first things first, thank you for having us today for uh, this podcast. Uh, so uh, I guess I'll go first and then you can go next, Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I um, uh, started off uh, wanting to pursue uh, pre-med and biomedical engineering. Uh, then my first few years in undergrad uh, was a fun journey of self-discovery. And then I found my way into aerospace engineering, absolutely fell in love with it. Um, got uh, uh, exposed to drone technology and the potential of drone technology uh, in 2020. Uh, one thing t- led to another, to another. I uh, ended up starting up Ohio State's first drone competition team, Buckeye Vertical. Uh, led two competition seasons and worked with an incredible student team. Uh, uh, this past summer, we also placed first two, uh, which was uh, an incredible milestone for the team. Uh, and from there, um, uh, did some work at the Aerospace Research Center uh, with Drone Tech as well, as well as an internship with the Federal Aviation Administration. Uh, and it was really exciting to see uh, drone technology from multiple different perspectives, from uh, academia, from uh, from the regulatory side too. Uh, and then working with Jack, uh, it's like, all right, let's take our take our passion in drones and see what we can do uh, and apply it in a way that's meaningful to the community. Uh, and that's where Parawave was born and how we kind of found our way uh, with President's Buckeye Accelerator. Awesome. Um, so yeah, uh, my name's Jack. I uh, also started kind of in the medical space uh, in my undergrad. Um, I actually started in pharmacy, um, realized that it wasn't quite for me and that I was really passionate for engineering. I ended up switching out after my first year. Uh, and after getting into that space, I realized that it was the route that I wanted to take. Really proud to say that I'm an engineer at Ohio State. And then from there, I transitioned into aerospace specifically, just because I felt like I had a passion there. I served as a TA in the Honors Fundamentals of Engineering program on campus. I did a couple other things on campus as well, Uh, but over the course of about one year ago last summer, I got my first internship in the aerospace sector. I was working with a startup uh, called Rescon Technologies, which implements machine learning into drone control software. I worked on a demo drone project there. Uh, in order to help build that drone to then uh, display a nonlinear controller in in testing and validation. From there, I went on a two-semester rotation while interning over at NASA. My first was over at NASA Marshall working on a nuclear thermal propulsion project. And my second was working over in Langley on a deployable space space structure project uh, for towers on the lunar surface. Um, So that was a really exciting experience. Uh, And then, of course, ended up starting up uh, this drone venture here with Adithya, um, all while serving as the president of the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics at Ohio State as well, that student organization. Uh, So yeah, really excited to be here today and and glad to be on with you, Jack. Thank you for having us. So it seemed like kind of both your stories there led to what I'm going to ask next, which has to do with your venture itself. So give the listeners and myself, like, what is Parawave? Yeah, absolutely. So Parawave is engineering 
drone technology uh, for the first response space uh, and providing first responders uh, a easily um, viewable bird, bird's eye view of emergencies using drone technology. Uh, and we envision PairWave becoming the, uh, the one-stop shop for drone solutions uh, for emergency response. Awesome. So what was the origin? I know you guys um, pivoted names, pivoted a little bit of different things throughout your, your journey. So explain kind of the origin story of the original idea and then how you decided to pivot to, um, in your eyes, a better idea. Yeah. So when we competed in Presence Buckeye Accelerator, uh, we were formerly known as Firefight Arrow. Uh, and at the time, it was uh, drone technology for fire departments. And a lot of our conversations with, um, with fire departments uh, they express like, oh, it's like, great that like you guys are building drone technology for for fire departments, uh, but it might also be a good idea to look into building drones for the first response space in general, because uh, there's a lot of interaction uh, between multiple different agencies within the public safety and first response space. Uh, so that got Jack and I thinking uh, this past summer of, all right, we might need to pivot to another name, just so that we're inclusive of the entire first response space. Uh, and that's how Paraway was born. And uh, uh, we still we still have our, our polo, our firefight arrow polo that we used when we when we pitched in April during President's Buckeye Accelerator. So it's uh, there for sentimental value. And we sometimes still jokingly refer to it as oh, yeah. Firefight Arrow. <laughs> uh, but we absolutely love the name Parawave. Uh, it's inclusive of the entire first response space. And uh, uh, when we've expressed that name to a couple first responders too, they've, they've absolutely loved it as well. So uh, yeah. Awesome. And then from there, I want to talk about kind of your team dynamic because um, there's not as many teams there's, there's like kind of core founders and then there's a bigger team, whatever, but there's not many like duo co-founding teams that existed within um, the President Buckeye Accelerator this year. So give us kind of a dam- dynamic of how you two came together, whether it was became friends first, business partners, and, and all that kind of jazz. Yeah, I'll turn to you, Jack. Yeah, yeah. So we, um, Aditya and I actually initially met through our aerospace classes during our what was it? Was our like second or third year or something like that? It was during, I think, 2021. It was like everything was virtual. Yeah, it was, it yeah, was COVID, yeah, yeah. Um, we, we met on Zoom. Yeah, yeah. We met on Zoom. And well, we had, actually, no. We met in class yeah, in, we had, in one of our previous classes. We had but. seen each other in class um, a few times before, but when we really got to know each other was when we were working together uh, in the American Institute of Aeronautics and Astronautics, uh, that student org that I was president of this past year. Uh, the year before, I served on the leadership board as the e-council representative, the engineers council representative, uh, working to acquire funds for the organization and get in some volunteer opportunities as well. Aditya served as the event coordinator that year as well on AIAA's board. Um, we got to know each other through there. Um, we worked together really well. Simultaneously, he was out founding uh, Buckeye Vertical in the drone space. Um, so there was a lot of really exciting stuff going on there too. Adithia is actually the one that introduced me to my first internship, which was also in the drone space too, uh, which was actually uh, actually funded through the Ohio State Keenan Center's Wolstein program. Um, so that was kind of my first experience both in the drone and in, in the entrepreneurial space as well. Um, so since then, he's pulled me into the <laughs> into the drone space many times. Uh, and uh, from there, I mean, we were like, uh, it was about like October or November of uh, 2021 it would be. And uh, we were talking about a couple different drone business ideas that we had floating around. Um, and I'd been like, hey, I heard about this through uh, this accelerator program through the Wolstein program coordinator. 
um, would you have interest in joining? And he was like, absolutely, let's go for it. And we went for it, and we are where we are today. And I can't say I'm I'm more glad to, to have a founding partner with me. Yeah. Um, absolutely wonderful to work with you. Echoing everything you said, Jack, too. And uh, uh, to your question, Jack C., uh, we're, we're friends first and then business partners second. So, um, And I think our friendship allowed us to, to start and found Bearwave together. So one thing that people don't really grasp oftentimes, um, being someone who also has um, a, a co-founder, is that it's not just a, a skill kind of lack or gap that they fill the other person that like you have to meld together, but it's also like that personality and accountability factor where you both have maybe different organizational skills or different interpersonal skills that lends itself to different uh, things within the organization and with kind of outbound, whether that whatever that may be. And so can you explain um, real quick how kind of your personalities and whatever and all that together fits the organization as a whole and how you guys try to balance different tasks and different things for each other based on your each of your strengths? Yeah, so I think that there's really something interesting to be said for our dynamic in particular because we are both engineers as well. Um, we don't have that split of a business-oriented founder and a technically-oriented co-founder uh, or vice versa. Um, we're both technically and to a certain extent business-oriented as well. Um, so this has been a really in interesting experience, I think, for both of us to really flesh out both sides of that skill set. Um, despite me being focused on the technical te technically uh, and Aditya being focused more on the business development technically. Um, so there's been a huge opportunity to explore that space. Um, I think for us it kind of comes down to almost a uh, divide and conquer when needed mentality or be able to step in for each other wherever needed, uh, but also being able to support each other when we're, when we're both tackling the same task at once. Um, there's definitely a lot of coordination that always happens on our side uh, and a lot of communication as well that comes into it too, um, which is kind of where that friends first, business partner second comes into play too. Yeah. And, and just adding on to that too, I think what um, our passion for drone technology allowed us to work really well with each other because mm -hmm. uh, we would go on like hour long tangents of just brainstorming and talking about different ideas. Uh, but also we have previous experience with organization and skill sets, uh, leadership skill sets, uh, so when we're uh, tackling those like technical and like business development action items that need to be done, we're able to tag team that really well together. Uh, but then also for the innovation and the vision side for the business to our experience in the drone space, we're, we're able to innovate and brainstorm and ideate together. Speaking of kind of correspondence with other organizations, you guys have a unique challenge in the fact that you have to work with first responders, which of course has a lot of protocol systems put in place to make sure things are effective and efficient. So what is it like working with such organizations and, and the people within those? And what are some unique challenges based off kind of that relationship that you have to build in order to make this successful? Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's absolutely incredible working with the first responders that we've, we've spoken to. Uh, we've received nothing but positive reaction and support from, from all of them. And uh, it's been, especially when we were in the early months of the business venture, validating it and seeking out letters of support. Uh, just to understand more of what the first response space entails and uh, what we need to do with our drone technology to best serve the public safety space um, uh, to the best of our ability. Uh, it's a lot of learning. In no way, shape, or form are Jack and I experts with the first response space. And uh, for, for many, many, for many of the upcoming years, it'll be a lot of learning on our end uh, as we're also pursuing the tech development. Uh, there's definitely a lot of operations that first responders have to follow, and that's something that Jack and I will be uh, learning and familiarizing ourselves with over over time. Um, but it's been an absolute pleasure working with the first responders that we have 
uh, we're looking forward to working with many more. Mm-hmm. For us, what's been really strong about the market that we've seen uh, was that in our initial validation while participating in the accelerator, I don't think we had a customer conversation that didn't eventually end in a letter of support. Yeah. Um, our first meeting, which was with the director of Franklin County Emergency Management and Homeland Security, ended in an LOS. And from there, we knew that the idea that we had was good to go and we were all set to, to go in on it. Um, they have been nothing but absolutely supportive every time that we met with them. Um, and they are very clearly all passionate about the drone space as well. And I think there's a very big coolness factor to them, uh, to it for them as well, uh, which is also really exciting to see. Um, so big on engagement, um, big on excitement as well. Yeah. It's energizing too when we're talking to our um, talking people that would be u- uh, using our drone tech or any drone tech, and they're talking about the applications that how drone technology can help support their operations as well as help keep communities safer. Uh, it's really exciting on our end too because we know that what we're doing serves a purpose and it's going to be very impactful um, to uh, to our vision and mm-hmm. our mission. So you had mentioned that when you guys had the idea, you're more brainstorming overall drone business ideas and then came together to create yours. Did you always want to be an entrepreneur, either of you, or was this something that you kind of fell upon based on your unique um, expertise as engineers, or how did that come to mind personally? Yeah. For me personally, um, I'd had like a very vague interest in, in starting up a business um, before coming into uh, into the Accelerator program and talking with Adithia about potential venture ideas. My first experience in, in the entrepreneurial space was through the, uh, the Ohio State Keenan Center's Wolstein program. And that was an amazing experience to get to work within a startup because I got to see oh, this is what it's like to wear multiple hats while working a, a specific job. Um, this is what it's like to get something done with a small p- team of people, something technically oriented, but also business oriented. And that was something that for me was really eye-opening in the entrepreneurial space as a whole, because I was like, oh, I love this. I love getting to build something that's foundational. And for me, that was something that I wanted to continue pursuing. Uh, for a bit of context, I actually work with um, with another startup right now as well uh, via internship, Point Pro Inc., um, so I'm back in the in the startup space again, uh, working with them this past summer and continuing uh, doing some research on digital twin systems uh, for predicting and forecasting toolware and manufacturing equipment. Um, that's been really exciting too because I get to work again with a small team of technically oriented people. Um, so for me, that's been the space that I really enjoyed working with and that has shown proud and true uh, throughout the entirety of Parawave's journey too. Um, but that's just my end, Adithia, I'll, I'll give it to you. Yeah, um, <laughs> for me, when I started off college, I never thought I'd be where I am today. Never saw myself as an entrepreneur. Uh, at the time, I remember freshman year, I was like, all right, med school. <laughs> and that was the that was the goal. But uh, uh, I think my first few years, like then exploring more of the engineering side and just falling in love with that. And then I took my first aerospace class. I was like, all right, aerospace engineering. So uh, the idea of starting an aerospace company was not within the realm of not within anything I was anything I was thinking, uh, but after like close to one to two years of really focusing on the drone space and um, conversations with the Jack too, uh, then I started that interest of leaning into starting something and uh, leaning into the entrepreneurship entrepreneurial space uh, became more um, not only exciting to think about but also. Uh, more of a possibility, and I could see myself more be going down that road. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then one thing led to another to another, and, and now I'm like, all right, it's Parawave right after right after undergrad. 
where it was going to be the focus full time. Yeah. And I think there's also a really interesting part to this that comes from our experience within the university as well through student organizations. Yeah. Um, Adithya, of course, has founded up uh, his, his own student organization over the past two years. Um, on my end, I became president of AIAA, uh, and that was coming out of a year that was entirely virtual without all that many events happening as well. So getting to build out that team there too. Um, and getting to, to build or rebuild at least a lot of it from the ground back up, coming into the academic year, coming back in person uh, for the most part at least, was also really exciting because that was the experience that told me like, oh, I love building something from the ground up. After I've had this experience in the startup space, maybe it's time to pursue this. Um, and I'm sure that you probably have plenty to say in relation to Buckeye Vertical. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I think after... I started up after I started Buckeye Vertical. Then the thoughts of like it's exciting, like starting something from the ground up uh, and putting everything together and, and working with an incredible team too. It's exciting. It's an energizing. Uh, and I think yeah, after Buckeye Vertical, then the thoughts started going of alright, like starting something else. And uh, uh, yeah, it's been it's been a very rewarding journey. And I think that things also like a testament to Ohio State too. There's just so many opportunities, like drowning in opportunities. But it's also I mean if there's something you want to do it's um it's either available or there's an opportunity to opportunity to start something yourself mm -hmm. uh, and i think that's just an incredible environment and atmosphere to be in adithia you specifically i want to ask about your advice for student entrepreneurs because you said jack you mentioned that you kind of had a little bit of a inkling of an idea you might want to do entrepreneurship you said you were med school all the way you, you were that was the plan whatever so What's your advice for somebody that is like, maybe this sounds interesting, maybe I want to start a small business, maybe I want to go through the presidential Buckeye Accelerator, maybe I want to do um, Launchpad or whatever the programs Ohio State has. Like, What would be kind of your words of wisdom um, for that person that is maybe seeking out more interest but doesn't know if they should really jump ship yet? Yeah, uh, when, we, when we applied to President's Buckeye Accelerator, it was just it was just an idea. We had no, we had not done any type of customer validation. We had not done any type of work to, to get the business going. Uh, it was it was just a pure idea when we submitted the application. And then being a part of Boost Camp, we, we learned to solidify that business idea and hone in on specific app parts of the, the business to, to develop it. So to anyone that is kind of like having that idea, like, oh, you know, I might want to pursue something or I might have an idea, but I'm just not sure about the way to go about it. Like the Boost Camp is, such a great way to not only be a part of a community of other student entrepreneurs that are also pursuing their ideas, uh, but to also learn and hear from what other people are doing and then take that knowledge and uh, put that into your idea and for you to grow as a student entrepreneur as well. Um, there's a lot of ways I think that a student can go into the entrepreneurial space. Uh, for me, uh, I found a lot of value of tying it into something that you're passionate about. Because when you're, you're starting up, for us, for Pairway, there's been many, many endless nights of doing work. Uh, but it's so much easier to get through because the work that we're doing is something that we're passionate about, is something that we care about. Uh, so tying it into something that you're passionate uh, can make it more enjoyable and also um, more exciting and energizing. And I think also focusing on the innovative aspect, too, and innovating along with what you're passionate about, uh, I think is a is a great way for to kind of propel yourself into that entrepreneurial entrepreneurial space. What are your guys' perspectives on being a student entrepreneur? Because aerospace engineering is no like 
lighthearted class. It's not like, let's have a quick group discussion and do effort participation points. It's very labor intensive um, and a lot of technical skill that I don't even know the, the tip of the iceberg about. And so you, of course, have to manage um, a lot when it comes to your studies, building an organization, um, trying to maybe even keep a social life if you can, like all these different things you must do. Um, so what would be your guys' personal um, advice, playbook, whatever, about how to manage that or even what not to do when it comes to managing your time as a student and an entrepreneur? Yeah, uh, we, we joke about this quite a bit of how, ca- how, 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 yeah. how, how <laughs> calendar invites and just Outlook calendar yep. keeps our lives together <laughs> because there's so many things happening left, right, and center. Uh, it's just hard to remember like everything that's happened, so we just block out time on the calendar. Yeah. Like, all right, this is when it's happening, and if we were to pull up our calendar right now, it would just be everything's booked but it's nice to see it on the calendar because then you know there's time allocated to get it done and it's somewhere on your schedule so it's not like a running to-do list it's Mm -hmm. time allocated in your week to to get it done Um, but for having that I think that work-life balance of what like between academics between business between research other extracurricular activities um, it can be at times a little overwhelming Mm -hmm. it can be a little chaotic uh, and I think that prioritizing um, is beyond essential. Like in a given day, sometimes you might not get through everything you need to, but uh, getting through at least the most important parts, um, just to jokingly stay afloat, but um, to to stay on top of multiple uh, moving trains. Uh, but I think that if you're passionate and you like the work you're doing for the majority of the work that you're doing, it makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. And like looking at my schedule right now for my last year of undergrad, most of the things that I'm doing are things that I'm very passionate about and that I enjoy. So even though the workload is insane at times, it's a lot easier to go through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a ton of opportunity out there and it is humanly impossible to hit every single one. Um, But as long as you're prioritizing what you're passionate about and what you really want to pursue, that's what matters most. Um, You will not hit everything in in a given day, but that's okay as long as you're prioritizing. It will never be the end of the world. Um, also completely agree on calendar. Uh, <laughs> it's a calendar advice. Yeah, <laughs> I, I used to not use calendar, but uh, I, Edithia has successfully converted me to, to, his, to his calendar. Um, and now I use it religiously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way. If it's not yeah. my calendar, it doesn't exist. <laughs> right, right. Yep. If it's not right. Right. Oh, yeah. We were just walking out of class today, and we were talking about, like, oh, like, we'll, we'll have a meeting this evening. And I'm sure. like, all right, someone yeah. send a calendar invite because it's it's not on our calendar. It doesn't exist. Right, exactly. right. We were so like, hey, let's. Right, we were like, hey, let's meet up for this capstone yeah. meeting uh, at, at like eight tonight. We were like, let's get it on calendar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. So, um, how has your individual technical backgrounds? Because you mentioned you both have leadership experience within organizations, mm-hmm. but you also have a lot of schooling when it comes to um, aerospace engineering and then also the drone space. So, how has that technical aspect help aid? in your actual um, development of Pearwood? Yeah, I think for for me that technical background um, has really fueled like a, a curiosity nature of just wanting to continue learning more and continue seeking out more knowledge and broadening that, that knowledge and uh, area of expertise. Because uh, probably I see myself being in the drone space for for a very long time and there's so many so many things to learn in the drone space that's being done 
Uh, so in no way, shape, or form do I would I consider myself an expert, uh, but I definitely um, having that background and that that technical experience enables me wanting to learn more and continuing that that learning and endeavor. Right, because there's plenty to be said for uh, having a technical background and being able to see, oh, okay, this is what we can feasibly pursue as a business in, in terms of technical aspects. Um, but there's also a huge part to it that really shows from prior work experience. Uh, this is, um, oh, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, from from prior, prior experience, uh, these are all new things that we can learn. And that learning aspect is really, really what's critical. Um, especially as, as student entrepreneurs, emphasis on the student portion, it is always a learning experience. In the drone space too, there's gonna to be so many things that are gonna be happening in the upcoming years. Mm -hmm. And there's so many applications that drones can be used for. So there's constant innovation in the drone space as well. And it's, it's, it's impossible to, to know everything and anything, that everything that's happening with, with drone technology. So mm -hmm. uh, I think just keeping an open mind and growth mindset and continuous curiosity I would say is, is going to be key for both of us. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about Boost Camp real quick because you already kind of told the story of how you became aware of Boost Camp and how you how you applied. But what was that experience like for you guys, like coming in, um, like you step into that kind of lecture area and we have that first meeting we're doing icebreakers we're trying to get to know each other it's an environment like who's gonna win who's gonna win you're like me me and you're trying to kind of get yourself amped up ready to go for the i think it was seven or so weeks of uh of a grind to get ready for that first initial pitch so what was that experience like for you personally yeah um it was definitely very exciting to be in such a long or such a large room with so many other people focused on the same goal for us, I think what was really impactful for the Boost Camp specifically was getting to work with our XIR, our executive in residence. For us, that was Greg Pugh. Um, absolutely love Greg. Greg is a pleasure to work with. Shout out to Greg. Shout out to Greg. Um, he provided us such valuable guidance, especially around the customer validation uh, and going out and getting letters of support. Um, that for us is really what made our experience in the program. That guidance allowed us to realize, uh, to go out and, and get our first customer meeting, our first LOS, and then realize that the idea that we had was ready to go. I think for us, that was the, really the, the biggest impactful experience. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, I think another, another really positive aspect of the Boost Camp sessions is being in a room filled with other students that have an idea that they're also pursuing at the same time. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think being a part of that student community is is really helpful because we're all we all have our own different like challenges and barriers and things that we're figuring out for each respective ventures uh, but being a part of a student community that's supportive of each other and is also um, all on this journey together I, I think is really empowering mm -hmm. because boost camp really is what you make of it yeah. you can come in and you can see a variety of, of different people coming to speak you can interact with your executives and residents you can receive guidance there um, but the execution on that guidance is uh, where things really start coming much, much more in depth. Uh, and getting to engage with that community much more often is also where things come more in depth. Um, so definitely what you make out of it. Uh, and it's an experience that I think is flexible for anyone interested. Yeah. And you also learn a lot, too, of like preparing a, a business pitch mm -hmm. and getting that ready uh, to present in front of judges. Like That's definitely 
stressful. That's not easy. That's not something you can create like 10 minutes right before. Like that's something that takes takes quite some time to prepare for. Uh, and also handling questions right on the spot too. And like you're figuring out, the judges are also trying to figure things out too and learn more about your venture and what it is that you're doing. And preparing for those moments and those presentations is also, you learn a lot of invaluable skill sets that can be applied to a lot of other a lot of other areas too. And it really forces you to flush out and put together your business model and what is your business, what is it fo- focusing on. And if you're able to take your business idea and communicate it in less than a minute effectively is critical. Mm-hmm. It's so important to be able to effectively communicate and talk about what it is that you're doing uh, to various types of audiences. And I think the Bootcamp is a great introductory platform of getting students prepared for that, for those skill sets and that journey. So you mentioned the preparation for the pitching. Of course, very vigorous, a lot of work. What about the day of the pitch? Let's talk about specifically that first pitch. You know, only a couple judges, no crowd. Like, should be easy, right? But what was kind of your both mentality going ahead to that first one? Yeah, it was a mixture of, on. I think, both of our ends. Like, it was exciting, we right, yeah. but it was also a little anxious, too, because uh, this is the first time that we're, we're doing something like this. This is our first business pitch we're still also figuring a lot of things out on the on the business end and we had just at the time for the first round of pitches for for the boost camp uh we had just started up firefight arrow with the idea and the concept just like six weeks ago mm-hmm. so it has and it wasn't like we've been doing this for for like a year and then i don't think i don't think it would ease, it was even six weeks oh, at that weeks, point i think it was, it was like, like four, four weeks yeah, yeah four weeks we were <laughs> we were for context we were operating very very tight on time yeah. um because we had pivoted to to that idea for firefight arrow about four weeks prior to that pitch um, and for us, that was that time frame that we had to start getting some LOS, letters of support for context, mm-hmm. uh, and additional validation as well to start getting those customer validation meetings. Um, so that for us was a very big rush coming in. Mm-hmm. So I think that there was definitely confidence in the idea because we could see that the market was screaming back at us. But simultaneously, pitching in, in, in front of a, even a small crowd or a small room of like, four judges and a a couple additional people that are in the room with you. That is definitely intimidating, Mm -hmm. uh, especially coming out of uh, COVID where a lot of our presentations have been behind a screen. Yeah. Um, So for us, it's, it's definitely intimidating, a little nerve wracking, but I think it is absolutely a worthwhile experience because it's something that any entrepreneur needs to be ready to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I think when, I think we were just talking about this like a week ago too, Mm -hmm. like getting on stage, talking in front of a crowd and just talking about the business, like, so it's, it can be a little anxious, but it's also really exciting and mm-hmm. energizing. Um, and, and yeah, well, we definitely have to get used to it more because uh, there's more presentations to come. Oh, yeah. And speaking of that second presentation uh, in front of that in front of that crowd, like what would you feel like before? I want to I really want to get tap in your head of because everybody's in one room, like all your competition was just in one setting together. So how was it like? Um, being in that room, the energy, and then when you guys stepped out on stage, what was that feeling? Yeah. I remember, I think like 10, 15 seconds, like right before going on stage, in my mind, I'm like, why am I here? <laughs> like, why am I doing this? <laughs> and, I, and it was just kind of like a moment of reflection of like everything that led up to that moment and like all those like pivotal opportunities and like experiences or decisions that I made during my undergraduate career that were so impactful and that I'm so grateful for that allowed me to to be right there at that moment. So definitely a lot of anxiousness, a little bit of nerves going on stage in, such, in front of such a huge crowd, uh, but it was also just a mixture of 
anxiousness, grateful, and just excited. Mm-hmm. Um, but but yeah, that was kind of what was going through through my head right beforehand. We've gotten into this funny habit of every time that we <laughs> right right before we go on stage for a pitch, if we're pitching on stage, uh, we speed run the pitch yeah. in, in the back room uh, for about like four or five minutes just to make sure that, that we have it down because we're both uh, slight nervous wrecks because it's yeah. in the crowd. But it's also an extremely exciting yeah. experience. And once you get there up on stage, um, you really see the crowd in front of you and you're like, all right, we got this. Um, and that's extremely valuable on our end. So you guys, your name gets called. You find out you win. There's a wave of emotions. So walk me through both that feeling, but then like when you realized, oh shoot, like the next day, like what's next? Like how did you decide what to do with the future and what is that plan for the future? Is this a reference to like getting into President's Buckeye Accelerator on... When you when you found out you won, oh, yeah. and then you realized like, what am I going to do with this opportunity? Like what was your plan for the future? Like how would you cope with that like feeling of I just won this competition? I think it was just like, I just remember feeling like, like wow, like this is, I mean, it's been... It was, very hectic past few weeks getting ready for this moment. Uh, I, I remember just like, we just like had a moment of like, wow, like we did it, like we we got it, like we made it. Because at the time when we applied, we were like, oh, we might not even get accepted into the boost camp cohort. Like it might, like we might not, our application might not even go through, or maybe we'll just like, we're not sure like how far this is going to, how far this is going to go. And when we applied, we didn't, I don't think we, like we were excited, like oh, like we might have like the potential of like winning the fifty k and like uh, uh, pursuing this venture. Um, but I think right after once we our names were called and we won, then it became so real, mm-hmm. uh, and it was like all right, like this is this is it, like this is this is happening right now. And I think it was just like a wave of also just being incredibly grateful too for all the people and resources and encouragement that we received. Uh, from our families, from our friends, from the university, from the President's Buckeye Accelerator team too. Uh, just being incredibly grateful, I think, is the was the vibe of that that, mm-hmm. that evening. It's incredibly surreal because yeah. the impact of realizing that the idea or what's basically an idea that you've been working on for the past, what must have been like two to two and a half months for us at that point, um, seeing that suddenly become real on stage um, is both extremely exciting and surreal. Um, so for us, it really had a huge impact of like, oh, wow, this is, this is what we're doing. Um, this is legitimately happening. We have the funding necessarily or necessary to get this off the ground. And for us, that was incredibly exciting. Yeah, absolutely. So now what, what are the plans for the future for Pairwave? Yeah. So, uh, this, um, so senior year, we are very lucky to be able to sponsor um, a capstone project uh, that Pairwave is sponsoring, but also Jack and I are able to be students on this project at the same time. So we're able to do um, work towards the business, but also for degree credit too. And we're incredibly thankful um, for, especially the College of Engineering, for uh, being so supportive and uh, enabling us to do that. Uh, we also, I think, I think we've heard that we might be the first like sponsor that's sponsoring a project for a capstone team, but the sponsors are also acting as students on the team too, uh, which is incredibly exciting and hopefully paves the way for future student entrepreneurs uh, to also tie in their business venture ideas for, for degree credit. Um, 
so focusing on focusing on capstone this year, uh, focusing on uh, working towards our first minimally viable product and getting our drones ready uh, to start uh, selling to departments next year. Uh, we're also excited to be doing flight testing, hopefully in the upcoming few months too, uh, and really just getting all the final parts of our business ready uh, to launch and to start selling next year. Uh, and it's gonna be a busy, busy upcoming, upcoming se- uh, last year of undergrad, uh, but I think it's also gonna be the most exciting too. There were also some exciting things that happened over the uh, course of the summer and towards the end of the summer as well for us. We actually participated in the Code Launch Ohio Accelerator program. That accelerator uh, pairs early stage ventures with consulting firms that can develop software MVPs during a two day long hackathon. And for us, what that looked like is a live streaming platform or a live streaming app that can easily share camera feeds from our drones with teams of first responders. And for us, that was an incredibly impactful experience because it showed us, one, that the President's Buckeye Accelerator really effectively prepared us to go through the initial stages and applications and have the bare bones uh, bare bones things that we needed to have ready uh, in order to get to the finalist stage for that program. Um, but two, it also showed us, hey, here's how we can work with this technical software team to get the product that, that we need to get out there and need to get ready for our MVP. Uh, and of course, we also got to, to pitch on stage in front of a crowd of about 500, which is incredibly exciting too. Yeah. At the Ohio Theater um, too. At the Ohio Theater, absolutely yeah. absolutely beautiful. Yeah, the venue was top notch. It was an absolutely amazing event. Um, so definitely a, a lot of cool stuff happening there as well. Uh, lots of technical development to come in the following year. Yeah. yeah. Well, gentlemen, I really look forward to seeing what you guys do in the future. So that's it for today's interview. Look forward to the next venture. Awesome. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack. Of course.